The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Melanie Yalvington and Kimberly Taylor and are for entertainment purposes only. We mean no disrespect to the victims nor their families. Thank you for listening and don't forget to hit that subscribe and follow button and like us. Veil of Humanity is a weekly podcast where we give you a look behind the human-like mask killers wear. So, let's dive on in. What is up, my crime-crazy people? Welcome to Veil of Humanity. We are your hosts, Melanie Yelvington. And Kimberly Taylor. So, before we jump in today's case, I want to give a huge shout-out to a couple of people. Today is August 5th. And first of all, I want to say happy belated birthday to our producer, Miss Courtney. Woo! And her twin sister, Candace. Happy birthday, y'all. And also a big happy, happy birthday to my bis, my ride or die, my alibi if I need one. No doubt. Mel. Me. I love all of y'all dearly. We love you too, Kimmy. But today we're bringing you the case of Little Miss Harmony Montgomery. Mm. She went missing at age four, a mere nine months after being back in her biological father's custody in 2019. So grab your favorite beverage and a pillow to scream into as we go down the rabbit hole of this case. Oh, and just in case you didn't know, we are a fan of the cursy words, and uh, like always, we won't be afraid to use them. So bitches be warned. <laughs> Trigger warning, there is child kidnapping, child murder, and discussion of drug use. Okay, Bess, are you ready for this? Ready as I'll ever be. So I want everyone to have that pillow ready. I ain't kidding. This case will make you cry, and it will piss you off at the same time. So, Miss Harmony Renee Montgomery was born on June 7, 2014, to Crystal Sorry, who at the time she was her sole caretaker, and Adam Montgomery, who was in prison at the time of her birth. Harmony was four years old when a judge in Massachusetts gave custody of her to her father, who was a resident of New Hampshire. Nine months later, Harmony would go missing. It would be two years before authorities became aware that the then seven-year-old Harmony had not been seen since late November, early December of 2019. So, she was missing for months before anybody said, hey, you know, where is she? We need to find this little girl. You know, she's gone. Wow. From August 2014 to January 2018, Harmony was removed from Crystal's care three times due to neglect related to drug use. All of this is according to files from Massachusetts. She would only visit her father in prison twice in 2015. Way too young for all that. Mm-hmm. He, he, Adam Montgomery, he was released from prison in September 2015, and at the time he moved to New Hampshire. One year after his release, Adam contacted DCF, um, which is Department of Children and Family, 
Mm -hmm. um, similar to our CPS here in Texas. Right. Um, he contacted them for the first time to resume his visits with his daughter. But after only visiting her for several months, in February of 2017, he stopped responding to DCF requests for future meetings. He just said, forget it. I don't want to talk to her. Yeah. What? Yeah, he just decided he wasn't going to have any more meetings with her. It was not until August of 2018 that he would see his daughter for the first time in 11 months and only the ninth time in her life. How sad is that? He's a douchebag. He is. I probably don't even know half of it. She was a... Gosh, she was a beautiful little girl. Yeah. I saw pictures of her. Didn't she have pigtails and stuff? Yes. She's so cute. She's adorable. So, in July of 2018, the mother, her name was Crystal, she lost custody due to drug addiction issues. And then Harmony was placed into foster care at that time. December of 2018, a home study is done in New Hampshire at the Montgomery's home because he's remarried at this point. Mm -hmm. um, but it did not include the necessary information to initiate a home study. You know, when they come out, they, they have so much information they need to get. They need to make sure the house is in, you know, working order and everything is in its place. And they have water. And they have water and food and electricity. And, you mm -hmm. know, but they, there were certain things they didn't put in place for this home study. Okay. Really ass backwards. So in February 2019, Adam is granted legal custody of Harmon, Harmony by a family court judge in Lawrence, Massachusetts. Um, DCYF are notified of this decision before it receives the additional information it requested for the home study. So everything's kind of like going backwards here instead of going in the proper order it should be. Yeah. So, when Adam was awarded custody of Harmony, on paper, he seemed a stable and reliable placement. He and his wife, Kayla, were living in a house on a quiet, dead-end street with Harmony's half-brother and a baby on the way. So, in February of 2019, Harmony left foster care in Massachusetts and moved to New Hampshire. But things aren't paper. On paper, aren't always reality. And I've watched an interview from the foster parents that she was living in, and they loved that little girl. Yeah. They would go back and visit her, and, I mean, they were devastated at having to lose her to go to this excuse of a parent. And that's exactly what I'm going to say. He's an excuse of a parent. Mm. So the house on that quiet little dead-end street was anything but stable. Foreclosure threatened all who occupied it. A bankruptcy filing had had stayed the foreclosure for several months, but ultimately failed to save the home. In April of 2019, the bankruptcy dismissed. Foreclosure proceedings began. The home that was Harmony's fell into chaos, and by July of 2019, all hell broke loose. Man. At this point, police had made several visits to the home, which was now powered only by a generator. So they didn't have electricity. Mm -mm. Harmony was a subject of abuse allegation, and both adults had relapsed into addiction. Both adults is the the mother and the father? The, the stepmother and the oh, father. The stepmother. Yeah. So he's with a new wife at this point and got other kids, and both of them are now back into addiction. And she, I assume she's already had the baby that she was pregnant with. And at this point, yeah. Yeah. 
So, New Hampshire Division of Children, Youth, and Families had cleared the abuse allegation as unfounded, but put their risk level of future involvement at high risk. Mm, yeah. Which, I, I never understood the investigations, and I know that the work that they the social workers do, it's not easy. Yeah. But, I, I've questioned that a lot over the years, where, like, even, like, Hernandez... Yes. What were all of y'all doing? That little baby needed help and nobody helped him. Unbelievable what they looked over. And it just amazes me how they can. Yeah. How they walk into a house or, of known drug addicts. Or was your was your hands really tied? Yes. You know, because I don't know what kind of like, I don't know policy and procedure, you know, CPS has, but they have a lot of power. They do, and I feel like the more and more the years go on, like, they don't have as much power as they did. Because even with my own personal dealings from having a call with my youngest and everything, you know, they would walk in and certain people would pass a drug test, and I would know for a fact that they had just been using, and I don't understand that. Yeah. And I know it was a mouth swab, but how is that so inaccurate that a person who just smoked a pipe can, can, pass. can pass a drug test. I do not understand that. I, it just, it baffles me. Yeah. So, we're at late November 2019. The families vacated the home with nowhere to go. Mm. They're homeless at this point. It's reported they stayed in their cars with and without Harmony. It's the without Harmony, Harmony that went unnoticed. How do you unnotice, how do you not notice a child's not there? And who's not noticing? <laughs> them or people that see them on a daily basis and know they're homeless and now Those they're people. not seeing her. Oh my gosh. So it was around this time that Adam would tell Kayla he was taking Harmony to her mother's in Lowell, Massachusetts. This is the last time Kayla would see the little girl. Mm. Um, at this point, police would narrow her disappearance to the time frame of between November 28th to December 10th of 2019. They believe that she was killed in early December. Jesus. So the family secured housing in January of 2020. And not long after, another allegation brought New Hampshire Division of Children, Youth, and Families to the home. Harmony wasn't there. Harmony wasn't reported missing either. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. What? Wait a minute. Why was she not reported? So in spite of a new allegation about the Montgomery family, for which there was a prior investigation, the subject of the prior investigation missing didn't seem to alarm anybody. No one was like, hmm, maybe we should do something about this. No, 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 no. We're just going to ignore this fact that there's a whole child missing here. That's crazy to me. And so it was that not until September 2021 did anyone even question where is Harmony Montgomery? That question remains unanswered. Mm. However, on August 11th of 2022... Authorities announced that Harmony Montgomery is no longer a missing child, and the investigation was now a homicide investigation. I wonder what brought them to that determination. 
Well, unfortunately, her remains have not been found. So, on October 24th of 2022, Adam Montgomery was charged with second-degree murder for beating Harmony about the head until she died. Jesus, man. Come on. Yeah. According to court to the court records, Adam was angry because Harmony kept wetting herself when he, and I have to say this, allegedly killed in 2019. December of it. His estranged wife... His now estranged wife, Kayla, which is stepmom, stated that he would hit Harmony on the head on a regular basis after these accidents. Which, wedding is usually a trauma response. Mm -hmm. So, what was he doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she was obviously too scared to say she needed to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And if you're living out of a car, where there's nowhere side of the road. Yeah. And... Unless he refused to drive to a bathroom, you know? So, all of this was while the family was living out of their cars, being evicted from place to place. Kayla stated that December 7th, 2019, Adam hit Harmony three to four times over several minutes. She stated that after the final blow, Adam said something to the effect of that he had felt something or heard something when he hit Harmony. Mm -mm. And he thought he had really hurt her this time. Do you think? I think I did something. This is all from the police affidavit. So, so Kayla, another piece of shit that can't control his temperature. Yes. Temper. Uh -uh. Just another one that needs to go under. Mm-hmm. So if Kayla informed police that after Harmony began after this Harmony began making a moaning type of noise. Which continued on for roughly five minutes before just stopping. Mm. So she also stated that they did not stop or try to get medical help for her. Mm -mm. It was not until after the car had broken down that they realized the little girl had passed away. Damn, y'all. So they just left her. They didn't even pay attention to her. Didn't try medical help. Nothing. What is up with these parents not getting seeking medical help for their kids? I don't know, but I don't even want to call them parents. No, they're definitely not that. These sperm donors and egg donors. Dumbasses. So, according to the police affidavit, Kayla stated that Adam went to the trunk of the vehicle, removed clothing from the bag. Um. He removed a red, black and red, Under Armour duffel bag and placed the lifeless body of Harmony into the bag. Damn. He then brought said bag with him when the family temporarily moved into a friend's car, keeping it in the trunk and sometimes leaving it in the snow to stop decomp. So he's moving it from place to place. Her body's coming with him everywhere he goes. Kayla stated that in the months following Harmony's death, the family moved several times and Adam moved the girl's remains with them. So, where is she? Why go to all this fucking trouble knowing if you keep the remains on you, the chances of getting caught are higher? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. What? So, according to Kayla, sometime in spring of 2020, Adam had had a friend rent them a U-Haul and this is what he used to dispose of Harmony's remains. 
She told the police that he left her, Kayla, late one night and returned a few hours later looking very tired. Aw, poor boo-boo. All this murdering and hiding, tampering with a body and evidence. Wear your ass out. Get wrecked. Sounds like it. Douche. She stated, he said something to the effect of, it's done. Oh my god. Her body's never been found. I feel like, though, if they could find the U-Haul, they could track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I How feel do like they know a friend rented it? Yeah. And if you know that, then what's a friend? Who's a friend? I mean, can you go and off? Where did they, you know. Where'd they go? where they yeah, rent it from? U-Haul? What U-Haul was it? Because there's a track come? record. Yeah, there's a mileage record and gas, fuel, everything. Surely they'd be able to, like, get out there and triangulate or something. Just like they did with... The piece of shit stalk. Yep. Found out what all she drove and how many miles she went. And Everywhere she went and everything. So I feel like there would... Because this was 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. And there's very technology everywhere, so... Yeah. So Kayla Montgomery pled guilty to two counts of perjury and has agreed to testify against her estranged husband as part of a deal with prosecutors. A star witness, if you will. Uh. Another real star, all right. Somebody who knew everything but didn't say shit. Pretty much. That's a star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she admitted to lying under oath in May of 2020 when she told a grand jury that she last saw Harmony alive November 30th of 2019. She said that the little girl was in Adam's car as he dropped Kayla off at her job at an area Dunkin' Donuts. This was all determined to be a lie in court. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> Ain't met a killer yet that can tell the truth. Amen on that. Unless they're a psychopath and just be like, yeah, I did Look at you and just yeah, flat. I did it. So the prosecutor stated that the defendant was not working in any Dunkin' Donuts location for any shift, neither in Goffstown nor anywhere else on November 30th of 2019. <laughs> Which means the defendant's testimony under oath before the grand jury on May 20th of 2022 about where she was working and the shift she was working was false. She was facing up to seven years in prison, but since she took the plea, she will receive a lesser prison term. And all of her under other pending cases were dropped. She would serve some time at New Hampshire State Prison in Concord, New Hampshire. And according to the website, HarmonyMontgomery.com, which I recommend everyone to go check out. It's a very, very good website. It's mm-hmm. where I got some of my source material from. Okay. Um, she will serve less than one year in prison for everything. So, I mean, I don't know. Do you think she knows where the body is? Because her lawyer wouldn't answer the question. He just gave the vague answer of, we will have to wait, and I can't discuss that. Big middle finger to him. Mm-hmm. Because um, I have a feeling if she knows what he said. And she knows they left in an approximate time frame, and she witnessed the death. Yeah. How does she not have more time? I don't care if she did take a plea. I feel like she should get more time. I mean, why wouldn't you be an accessory just because you're witnessing star? Again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> different laws, different states. I guess. It, yeah, it's not Texas, so I can't can't compare. Texas, we have an express we lane don't. to the death penalty. So. <laughs> you ain't. You getting in the, yeah, you in the express lane over here. So, 
Adam, on the other hand, well, this SOB is facing charges of second-degree murder, tampering with witnesses and informants, falsifying physical evidence, and abuse of a corpse. His trial uh, should begin later this year of 2023. Where did the abuse of a corpse come in if they haven't found her body? They just know that he just was by him move, beating her, moving it, move her, moving, moving her. the corpse around with him and not properly burying it. Gotcha. Because he would, like I was saying, he was taking it place to place. Every car they moved into, every place they were evicted. He had in that duffel bag. Yeah, he even put the body in the snow. I mean, and it's a black and red Under Armour bag. That stands out. Yeah. In white snow. Yeah. wonder if he covered it up, though. Just had enough snow to cover up the bag and just... I would hope he's that smart, but that's giving him too much credit. He was keeping the smell down. He was trying to stop and decomp. And freezing her, yeah. And which putting her in a freezer, and that's, I guess that's the best way. But how dumb do you have to be? These criminals, I'm telling you. I feel like there should be smarter criminals sometimes. I'm, they blow my mind because I'm just like, really? Yeah. Although some of them did have high IQs. Ted Bundy had a high IQ. Yeah. However, it doesn't matter how many years go by. You're, I mean, Look at the guy they just caught. What's his name? Oh, the, don't get me saying Giglo or the one in yes. New York. Yeah, that I was wanted a, to say Gigolo at first. I, I do too. Giglio I, or something? Yeah, every time I look at that, I want to say. He's a, mm. Yeah. And he's been doing it for years. Just I, like BTK did it for years. Bundy did it for years. And then they stop for a while yeah, and then they pick it back up. Uh, who else? Um, the Zodiac Killer. Zodiac Killer. And, yeah. This guy, though, reminds me of John Wayne Gacy because of the bodies and everything being buried. Yes, See, I, I know. We got off track. I'm talking to my producer. <laughs> Moving right along. So the most recent update that I did find on Adam stated he had been found guilty of all six weapon charges that he was facing, including the most serious charge of being an armed career criminal. Yeah. Because he'd already been in prison. And I don't think I've ever heard anybody with that. I haven't either. That was a new one for me when I was looking Armed that up. I was like, hmm. Career. Criminal. That's a mouthful. Yeah. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm just an armed career, career criminal. criminal. No big deal. That's something to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> so the jury found him guilty on two counts each of being an armed career criminal receiving stolen property, and theft by unauthorized taking. The charges of a career criminal carried a minimum sentence of 10 years in prison, and he has been charged separately for the murder of Harmony. He is scheduled to go to trial for her murder in November of 2023. She would have been nine years old this past June. Man. Nine years old. Mm-mm. So, we will definitely be back for an update on this case once his trial is underway. And we can let y'all know exactly what's going on. Because I can't wait for this trial. I hope they throw him under. Yeah. So, okay, my crime crazy people. Let's all take a moment to breathe it out. Big deep breath in. Woo. <sighs> Happy birthday again to my best. I love you. Love you, best.
All right, my crime crazy people, we will be back next week with a brand new episode. To see all of our source material, please consult the show notes. Don't forget to click that subscribe follow button and follow us on our social media at Velif Humanity Podcasts, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And we're now on TikTok. Woohoo! Hosted by Kimberly Taylor and Melanie Yelvington. Produced, music, and edited by Courtney Santos. Hey! A Bronx Bay production. Okay, Bronx. Tell them we will see them again next week. Mm-hmm.